Hey guys, this is Stephanie. And uh, before we get started with this podcast, uh, we have some another great event that's happening this month. And we have partnered with Dr. Reddy. She is a rheumatologist by trade. Um, that's what she does, but she also is board certified in um, more of a holistic approach to medicine and really looks at the body in a lot of diff- different ways, um, which is what I love. Like that's, that's like my favorite kind of doctor that really kind of looks at the whole body because it's not just usually one thing. There's so many different things that we can look at to really, um, keep you active and staying healthy. And, and that's what she does. And so the event that we're doing is it's called fit for life, a guide to staying healthy and active as we age. And it's a topic that is really needed because I don't know how many times people go to the doctor and they literally walk in the door and it's like, oh, you have arthritis and you think that, oh, my, my world has ended. And this is the way I'm going to have to live my life. And I'm just here to say that that is not true. We have so many people that have said there's nothing that they can do and they come to our office and we've been able to help them you know, get their life back. And, and really that's what this talk is about. So there'll be some parts in there about nutrition and also about how physical therapy can help keep you active, as well as we have a new piece of equipment that we just purchased. We're so excited about it. Um, it's called shockwave therapy, and you'll be learning a little bit about that and how it's, um, more on the regenerative type therapy, really helping, you know, parts that don't have a good blood supply that are chronic. I mean, that's what happens when you have chronic injuries. Um, it, you don't have good blood flow to that area. And this is something that helps to really improve that blood flow, almost re injure that area to allow it to kind of go through the healing process. So we're really excited about that new piece of equipment. We're really excited to talk about it in this next talk with Dr. Reddy. And if you're wanting more information on that, definitely look in the comment section and you will see a link that you can sign up for that event. So now on to this podcast. Um, this is a fantastic story. It's a, of a patient. He's almost done with us, probably has maybe one or two more visits, but literally has been hurting for a couple of years. And, you know, doctors only wanted to do injections. And, you know, he went onto YouTube and Google looking up the best back exercises to do and just wasn't getting resolution um, until he came to our office. So he is so excited that he did. He wished he came sooner. And you'll hear, hear that in his story. And you'll hear a little bit about like how we were able to get him up and feeling great really quickly. Um, literally within three weeks, we, he's, you know, getting back to doing his activities that he used to be able to do. He's standing, not having any pain. So I can't wait for you to hear his story. So onto the podcast. This is the empower your life podcast, where you can find some of the best health and life tips to keep you active and living life without having to go through surgeries, procedures, and medications. We want to give you hope that it is possible as the body has an amazing ability to heal if we give it the right environment. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast to hear a very special offer. Without a further ado, let's get started. Hey guys, I am so excited for you to hear Tracy's story. He is someone that's had back pain for a long time and has tried a lot of different things, you know, yoga and bodies and chiropractor. And, um, you know, I can remember having our first conversation is like, how can you help with this? And, 
Um, and we kind of explained a few things. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about and kind of share his story and what he's been able to accomplish in, in really three visits. So it's pretty awesome. So tell us a little bit about your back pain, when it started, all that good stuff. So it started two years ago. I was, I've been a, a long time uh, weekend warrior uh, in, in the cycling world for the most part, but I do a lot of weightlifting and other types of, you know, exercise. And I, I've never had any problems with just standing up. And I was working at my local bike shop, helping them out because of the pandemic issues and such. And so I was doing a lot of bending over, a lot of standing, and just mounted up over time. And I just had incredible pain, not so much during the day, but later in the day, in the evening. And after I sat down for a while and rested, it would just almost lock up. And it was incredibly painful just to get up out of a chair and just to walk to the dinner table or to walk from the dinner table, you know, back to the bedroom, that kind of getting to be just unbearable. Yeah. And I know you went to go see the doctor and what did the doctor say? You got the imaging and all that kind of stuff. What did they tell you? They told me that they made it seem as if the they they wanted to get to a steroid injection to my spine as quickly as possible, <laughs> but do the insurance game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So said that the insurance company. Now this is before she ever even you know contacted my insurance company, but she said that the insurance company would not pay for an injection um, until I've had an MRI. And they said that an insurance company is not going to pay for MRI until you've gone through six weeks of physical therapy and likely, um, I think it might've been six weeks as well. Of, um, I forget the uh, anti-inflammatory, uh, moxa, not a moxa. Yeah, one of the anti-inflammatories. Yeah. So she prescribed the, the meloxicam and sent me to their physical therapist and the way I found this surgeon to begin with was through my insurance portal Mm -hmm. so my assumption that everything would be covered under insurance but when I arrived to the physical therapist they told me that insurance wouldn't be paying for it and that it would be 100% out of pocket and I was shocked by that because I I waited three weeks for for the appointment Holy cow. The pain, you know, continued. Um, and obviously they contacted and, and found through my insurance company that it wasn't going to be paid for well before I showed up for the appointment. Uh, but the fact that they told me then was enough for me to just walk away and say, I'm, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not going to, not going to do this. Right. Yeah. Typically, you know, what people don't know is that when, for physical therapy, we're considered a specialist. So we always hit people's deductibles and most people have deductibles, which means you will pay out of pocket. And what people also don't know that if you go into a hospital setting, they get paid quadruple the amount of what a freestanding place gets paid for physical therapy that takes insurance. Um, So like their visits are like $400 a visit. And you still feel like you are being shuttled into, oh, just go do this exercise. And there's no real like sitting down, having a conversation, explaining kind of what's going on. So I know we talked. So what was it um, that was like, ooh, I want to give this place a try? 
Uh, well, so I, I had talked to you, of course, uh, months prior, yeah. uh, before enough pain to think that I needed your help and recognize that if I was ever going to be paying out of pocket, I would certainly come to you uh, versus something through my insurance company. So once it occurred to me that, okay, if I'm paying out of pocket, I'm going to select who I go to. And yeah. that's why. To you. Yeah. Cool. And so I know the biggest thing for you was like standing was, was really difficult. You're having a hard time. And most of the things that you do was standing. And I remember looking at like your imaging and you could see like, there was like, like you could see kind of where, where the issue was. And I know one of my big things was like, we've got to see how your body's moving. Like there's so many areas. If you're only moving in one fulcrum, that's where you're going to always have the issue. And if other areas aren't moving, then you're going to have a problem. And I also remember you going and you're like, well, I'm doing yoga and Pilates and I'm doing all these things where you're moving in all these different directions. And I was like, yeah, but there's usually going to be one direction. That's going to be the best direction and other directions could be making it worse and not allowing you to heal. So you just feel like you're in this cycle. Like I feel good when I exercise, when I do these things, I feel good when I do yoga, we hear this all the time, but then it comes back and I'm just as tight. It doesn't, it doesn't last. Yeah. And that reminds me, I, um, since the pain, it took over two years for me to finally had enough, right? Yeah. I felt at the end of the two years, wasn't as bad a year and a half ago, and a year ago. So I was already very much into stretching from mm -hmm. just that I, that I pursued, but I increased my stretching significantly. I did tons of YouTube research on back pain related exercises. I was mm -hmm. doing them. I was doing more and more yoga to try and right fix it myself. Yeah. Ultimately, the the kicker was after doing all these things, I went to see a show where I had to stand for three hours, and it was getting, and I I didn't have a good time, and that was that was a problem for me. Yeah. I, I put the men's room and just sit on the toilet for a while to rest because there was, <laughs> there was nowhere to sit. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's why I was so skeptical that physical therapy was going to work for me because I, I thought if there, if there's a movement, right, <laughs> missing, because I, I explored every avenue I possibly could. It never occurred to me that there were movements that I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Be doing a lot more of what you showed me to do yep. and not was doing. And uh, I, I really was skeptical that physical therapy was, was going to fix me or even help. Mm -hmm. I could see myself on that road to the uh, spinal injection. And even then I thought that would likely be a temporary solution. Yep, and that been. <laughs> surgery, my biggest fear. And I see now that not only am I far from surgery, but I, I'm not going to need an injection. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the physical therapy has hundred percent set me straight. Yeah. What was your experience coming in on like that first visit and going through the evaluation and us explaining everything? I'm sorry. Oh, I said, what was it like um, on that first visit coming into the office and us going through the evaluation process and kind of explaining everything? Yeah, uh, well, it didn't take you long, right? You, you put me through just a couple of bends uh, and you could see immediately, you know, what part of my spine wasn't working, so mm -hmm. to speak. 
and no extension whatsoever in my spine. Mm -hmm. By noticing that, um, you knew exactly what exercises that you wanted to start me on. And after laying me on the table, you, know, you also found that my hip was locked up. Mm -hmm. Explained that that hip being locked up is just exacerbating the issue with my spine. Yeah. My spine properly with that hip being locked up. And so after you unlocked the hip uh, and then showed me the extension exercises and then reevaluated and you could see improvement within 10 minutes, then I knew, okay, there's, we've got something here. Mm -hmm. uh, follow these exercises and, and see if this is real. And it didn't take long to recognize it. I mean, I felt, I felt, I have not felt as bad, right? The, the day before I saw you uh, since then. Yeah. I've been deadlifting heavy. I'm still mountain biking on the weekends. I'm still lifting weights four days a week. And then I have one rest day per week where I do nothing but rest. And it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. But it's the game plan, you know? So like just going in and the thing is, is people explain like, oh, you can do these exercises for back pain. I'm like, that's all well and good until you, but you've really got to figure out like what's going on with them. And then the other thing you have to figure out, like, it's not just a strengthening thing or stretching tight muscles. It's how are the joints moving? That's like always the first phase of physical therapy. And then what are you doing throughout the day that can be irritating it and giving people education around these are the things that we need to avoid for the short term so that we can allow things to heal. Um, and it's a combination of all of that um, that makes it work really well. And when you can empower people to like, this is what you need to do. This is what's going to be right for your body. You get great results. True. Yeah. Even just the, the exercises that I only have to do for, you know, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. Because now when I'm stuck in a position where I'm on my feet for several hours, we had an event here uh, just last week where I was on my feet for three hours and uh, just mixing in 30 seconds of extending that spine and letting it all kind of rejuvenate and then just yep. going and it's, it, it's a game changer because before not knowing those things all I would do was sit down uh, as long as I could and there was immediate relief but as soon as I stood back up it, it was right it, back again back and that's no longer the case yeah. And that's the problem. Like when people go in and get injections and things like that, you're not really getting to the source of what's happening. You're not getting into like tools that you can do, putting you in control of what's going on. And you get, have an understanding that that's what leads people to like, it doesn't work. Okay. We're going to have to have surgery because nothing else works. But then even when you have surgery, you still don't know why it's happening. Um, and that's, that's a big problem with our healthcare system because no one's getting into any information like that. What were some of your fears if this didn't, didn't resolve? The biggest fear uh, was not just having surgery, which was huge. Mm -hmm. So many people that I talked to said that there's, it's well, there's a well-established concept in terms of having back surgery. It's if, you, if you have back surgery, then you're basically committing yourself to just having the first back surgery. There's almost yep. all Yep. Degrees. Yep. And that, that's, that's a nightmare to me. I yep. can't imagine. Part of this to commit to one surgery, I, I can't imagine committing to more than one. Yep. So I was going to avoid that at, at, at all costs. 
Yeah. And it's the same reason. The same reason why people are having to have multiple back surgeries is because no one's going through the same process that we took you through. No one's going into what are you doing throughout the day that's creating some of the problems. If this is a problem, this is how we can tackle this problem. And this is what you need to be doing. But instead, it's kind of like, you know, I'm going to pull my finger back. And that's the reason why I'm having my issues. But I'm going to go ahead and have a first surgery. And then I'm going to go back to my same activities that I was doing before that created my problem that I had no clue what I was doing. And so then it's like, ah, oh, that felt really good because it, it, it helped, but now my pain's back again. And then the doctors are like, yeah, you know, we've got to have a second surgery and, and we know, you know, we try to be conservative with our surgery and we hear this all the time. And so now we have to have a bigger surgery. Um, and it's just crazy. So yeah, that's, I mean, my biggest goal is to get information out to people to realize like that this should not have to happen. I mean, there's very few people that we ever send to, to surgery. And if we do, we, we did, we sent someone to surgery last year, <clears throat> but they had foot drop nerve compression. Like I was like, Nope, you need to have it. I go, but don't worry when you come back, we're going to teach you the, the tools and the things to help you maintain this so that you don't have to have another surgery. And we did, and he's going to do fantastic. But I mean, there are times when we have to send people to surgery, but it's like maybe one, one a year, one, every other year, it's not many people. We've saved many a people from having surgery. We've pulled them out of surgery and to help them get their life back. We've had people that were on the surgery table and said no to the surgeon and came in to see us. And six weeks later, they're like, hallelujah, I'm pain-free. Yes. It's crazy. So what was your, like, if, if you had someone that was like on the fence about coming in to see us, what would you tell them? Oh, I would tell them to come see you guys first. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish I had come to see you guys much sooner. Um, I mean, I still got a lot out of the yoga and stretching that I did, and I'll get back to it. Matter of fact, I'm going to start yoga again tonight uh, because of the other benefits associated with yep, it. Yeah, absolutely. Really wish I had, had come to see you a year ago. Yeah. Over the last year was just unnecessary. Yeah. Well, you know, people are on their own journey. I'm the same way. I'm stubborn. I want to do my own research. I want to figure it out. And, and honestly, I know why people do that because they've gone to doctors and they don't have any options for them or they don't get anywhere with them. And they're like, whatever, I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to go do my own research or they've had bad experiences with other healthcare providers. And so it's kind of like, well, I'm just going to do my own research because I can figure it out. And then when you don't, you kind of hit your low points when you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm done. But once when people know where to go and they're like, okay, I know this, whenever they have anything, they're like, oh, I need to come in. I need to, I need to get to get checked out and a lot of times when that happens we, we call them tune-ups it's like people i'm like one visit two visits and they're out the door and they're feeling fantastic because we're able to catch things so early and not have to have people go down years of having pain yeah oh it's been wonderful yeah. wonderful well really thank happy. you so much for coming and sharing your story um this is going to help other people out there that have similar you know frustrations fears um, skeptical, <laughs> all those things so that they can really hear it from someone else because that really does help um, other people find the right place and um, get the right education. Wonderful. Hey y'all, I'm Catherine, Client Relations Manager. I hope you enjoyed the information in this podcast. If you are looking for more information to figure out how to fix your neck and shoulder pain, click on the link below for our neck and shoulder pain ebook. And if you would like to talk to one of our specialists, you can also click on the link below for a free discovery visit if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Thank you.